0: Welcome to Chat Potatoes. You're listening to Danny Asante Pia and Taylor Nasta. We're two chatty friends sharing our thoughts on topics and trends. Hey everyone, it is one of your fave hosts, Danny. It's actually just me today. Um, our lovely other host, Taylor, is actually having a great time in Florida right now with her older sister, Lauren. And I think she said they were going. Uh, I think she said they were going to Universal today. I think is what she said. So um, she's off for this week. So you are left with me, and we actually were deciding to do this episode on bad habits. So I think I'm just going to continue to do that and talk to you about all of my lovely bad habits, just so you can know me a little bit more. Um, but before we start, we are going to do my fave section headline news. So there's a lot going on in the world today. Um, even like today, so I'm I'm recording Monday, October 4th, so the day before this airs, and today, Facebook has just been not doing well lately. They had, a I think, a five or six hour shutdown today. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and also if you were to like go to a site and click on a link that leads to Facebook, um, that also was included in this, but all those sites were down because of a domain server issue. I forgot what it's called. DNS, I think it's called. I should know this, I work for a tech company, but basically it was something wrong with their server. They weren't like hacked with ransomware or anything like that, but I guess it was just super inconvenient. And this outage caused Zuckerberg like $7 billion, I think, which is just crazy. And even a lot more money was lost just like in the economy in general because of this outage. But also, if you don't know, um, I believe last night, so Sunday, October 3rd, there was a 60 minute segment. And in that segment was an interview with a Facebook whistleblower. Her name is, I'm going to butcher her last name, so forgive me, but it's Frances, it could be Haugen, Hagen, H-U-G-E-N, I don't know. But she used to work for Facebook as a product manager on civic integrity issues. So basically her job was to, it was focused on integrity and making sure that Facebook was... I don't know, just doing the right thing and making sure that what they promise investors and the public is actually true. Turns out it's not. And um, she basically copied like tens of thousands of pages that basically said that Facebook was aware that their platforms were basically used to like spread hate and violence. And Facebook especially fueled the January 6th Capitol insurrection. So she said that Facebook is exacerbating the political polarization, meaning that it's helping further the divide between the country. Um, And I'm sure, I mean, anyone can tell if you go on Facebook or Instagram these days, it's just like vaccinators and anti-vaccinators and like Republicans and Democrats and who's right and who's wrong and um, the information that each side is spreading and how it's their lies or they're not and all this shit. I don't know. I feel like the country has been more divided than I've ever felt. I mean, I know I'm like still pretty young and I only have 28 years of experience um, in life. And, but I, I don't know. I just feel like even compared to 10 years ago, it was not as divided as it, as it is now. And social media could play and probably does play. I mean, I believe it plays a very big part in the reason why the country is so divided anyway. So Francis had basically put in these complaints with federal law enforcement. Um, I think they said as early as last month. So Facebook has been pretty anxious to like know who the whistleblower was. So I guess on Friday the 1st, Facebook had released a statement to all their employees because they got wind that Francis was having a 60 minute segment. So in that email, Facebook had said that, you know, you guys will probably be hearing this was to their staff. Um, saying that, you know, you guys will probably be hearing things in the news about complaints on us and what we've done. They're not based on facts. So don't believe what like don't believe everything you hear. Basically, Facebook is probably saying that because they're scared shitless, because there's definitely proof that shows that Facebook's own research that they did on their own company um, showed that Facebook actually amplifies hate, misinformation and political unrest, but they try to hide it. You know, Facebook has a platform where they like to show themselves as a company that, you know, is for equality and won't take any type of hate or, you know, slander, whatever it is. And it's not true. And a lot of investors who invest in Facebook like to know that they're investing in a good company. Obviously, everyone does. I mean, set aside money. I feel like that's still important to a lot of investors who want to invest in a big company like that. So with Frances's um, information that she basically leaked, you know, it shows that Facebook has been lying to the people who even invest in them. So Facebook is going to it's, it's a lot right now. There's also been complaints that alleges that Facebook's Instagram harms teenage girls, which I could see as totally being true as well. I couldn't imagine being a teenage girl right now in 2021. Hell no. On top of all the insecurities that I had without having Instagram shoved in my face, seeing all these beautiful standards of what beauty should look like, there is no way I would have mentally been sound growing up with all the pressure of having to look a certain way with going through puberty and all that stuff. Hell no. So it's definitely very damaging. And the effect that it has on, you know, the younger generation on teenage girls is is scary. So basically, she took all that research with her when she left and those documents appeared last month in the wall street journal. So basically 60, the 60 minute segment that was on last night, you could probably find it on YouTube or something. um, if you really want to watch it, she will basically explain further why, you know, she felt like she had to do this, why she had to take that information and go to federal law enforcement. And we'll see how this goes. I'm pretty interested in it. I did not watch the 60 minute segment, but I've been, I've been reading articles all day and it sounds insane. So I'm going to try to find it somewhere. Moving on to bad habits. So I made a list of all the bad habits that I could think of, all the things that I'm not necessarily ashamed of, but like need to get to fucking together and not do it anymore. Um, I have about like 10. And then I actually want to talk about some bad habits that I've actually corrected recently that I'm kind of proud of myself of. So it's not going to be all self-loathing. So anyway, first one, spending money I don't fucking have. I don't know why, this is like my number one bad habit. I will just go out and spend money like I'm rich or something when I'm definitely not. And it's not like I'm in denial or oblivious. I, I look at my bank account, I see the money I have in there and yet for some reason I think it'll all be okay if I just spend whatever the hell I want. So that's definitely a habit that I need to work on for sure. I, it's not bad to the point where like, you know, I'm in debt or anything, like I'm fine, but it's, um, it's not a good habit to have and I do it often. My dad says that I basically live above my means, that I have Lamborghini tastes, but I have a uh, station wagon type means, basically. Um, So that's something I definitely need to work on. Number two, overthinking to the point where I'm mentally exhausted. I am such an overthinker. I don't know if I've always been like this. I know that like it started happening a lot once I got to like high school. And even then it's not even as bad as it is now. I overthink like no other. And I'm sure it's a part of anxiety. Cause I remember a time when I didn't really battle with anxiety like I do now. And I wouldn't really think things, I, I wouldn't fixate on thoughts like I do now. Like if something's happening or if there's a fight, I have the friend or I don't know, something bad happened at work. I will fixate and think about that for like hours, not even hours. It would it could be days that I'll fix it on something, which is definitely not healthy at all. And then there'd be like random times where I'm thinking about when I was in seventh grade and I tripped down the stairs and everyone saw me and I still think about that this day. And that was literally 15 years ago. Damn, I'm old. But yeah, so that's definitely something that is a bad habit that I wish I could fix. I am always a big advocate of therapy, even though it has, I don't even know why, a negative stigma to it. But they just have like really great tools and suggestions that can help you reframe your mindset and practice positive thinking. Do I practice any of those tools? No. Do I need to? Yes. But it is hard. So it's hard work, shadow work, but definitely something that I need to do and a bad habit I need to break. Yeah, like even with my overthinking, going off on a tangent, but and I know I'm not the only one because I've seen this on like social media and whatever. But when I like think myself into being mad and it could be like just like something random that I'm mad at or like mad at myself. And also there'll be times where like I'm overthinking about a situation with a friend and I'll work myself up and be mad at that friend. I mean, obviously I'm not going to act upon me being mad. I know it's just me overthinking and being a psycho, but I know that that is something that I I do as well. It's just so not good at all. Definitely need to work on the mental health. Another bad habit of mine, I think this is similar to the first one, like spending money. I shopped. I, I don't know. I guess I do retail therapy, but like to an extreme. Not an extreme, but like I do I, I shop. I do. I don't shop like it's not bad, like, oh, every day going to the mall, buying stuff. Like it's not like that, but you know, I'll buy stuff that I don't need. You know, I'll buy I'll spend like a ton of money on candles that I'll just go through, like burn in a week. And that was $50 down the drain, like shit like that I'll do. And yeah, sometimes if I'm feeling bored, if I'm feeling bored or lonely, I will shop just, you know, make myself feel better, have something to do. I feel like that's something that a lot of people do. I wouldn't say I'm like a shopping addict or anything like that, like to that measure. But I do like use the excuse of retail therapy and that will make myself feel better, even though I get home with all my bags and I'm still like, hmm, what's another bad habit? always bringing up a story about myself when someone else tells me a story about them. I wrote all these down. So I'm just reading off my paper. Yeah. This is something I do a lot. I know I'm not the only one because I've had friends tell me that they feel the same way. So I don't feel that egotistical saying this, but I have noticed that this is something that I do, you know, like when someone's like, Oh yeah, like I, uh, I'm trying to think of like a relatable story oh my God, I got like no sleep last night. Like, I'm so tired. I'm not like a one upper. I'm not like, well, I got no, no sleep. I'm not like that. But I'm more like, oh yeah, like me too. Like last night I didn't get any sleep at all. And just like talking about myself then. And it's like, would you shut the fuck up? Danny, no one asked you right now. They're talking about them and what they're going through. Stop making about yourself. And I feel like that's just a way for me to relate to the person it's an easy thing to do when it's a situation where it's relatable and that actually does happen to me. And I will still, you know, make conversation and say a story about myself, but I'll try not to do it when someone says a story about them. I've been actively trying to do that. I think I've been better at it um, because I've, I've been more self-aware about it. So if anyone, if you guys catch me doing that, just please tell me to shut up. Like no one cares. Not right now. Like we care, but not right now. Don't hurt me too bad because I have a fragile ego, but... But yeah, that's not a bad habit that I need to break. Unhealthy eating. I'm not 16 anymore. Yes, this is another one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I like, am in denial that I'm going to be 30 in a couple years, but like, I ate pizza every day this weekend, and that is just not okay to do when you get over the age of, like, I don't even know. I mean, I guess everyone's body is different, but I don't know. You just can't be eating like you used to when you were a teenager, and I still do that. I'm a, I'm a big, like pizza person i like cookies um i like chip i mean who doesn't like chips and cookies but and it's fine to have it in moderation but sometimes i just don't know when to say no to like my favorite food even if it's unhealthy i need to incorporate more greens i need to incorporate more greens into my diet i do drink a lot of water i I drink only water so i'm good on that front but um definitely need to eat more healthy because as you get older obviously you encounter more bodily issues and your body just doesn't work like it used to. So bad habits that I corrected. I thought of a few and I used to eat late all the time, especially at Purdue back in college. Like it would be our thing to go out and then go straight to, um, oh my God, hot box, which is like a pizza place and, or eat Taco Bell. And I literally have probably, three or four oh my god what are they called um oh my god they were so good uh loaded grillers oh my god I can't believe I can't really remember that I think I still have them on the menu maybe I haven't been to Taco Bell I will I will not go back to Taco Bell because I literally gained like 30 pounds easy from eating that place after we went out all the time so I'm now kind of scarred but oh my god that shit is so good I don't even care if that place is like unsanitary and not up to code their, their shit's good Or just like, you know, pizza, whatever, Chinese food, we would just eat late. And then after you eat late, you just fall asleep. And of course, it just sits there, which is why it's so easy to gain weight, especially in college, because all you're doing is going out and hang out with friends. So I don't eat late that much anymore. Like when I go out, I usually just come home and fall asleep. I try to. I'm more like focused on drinking water. So I don't feel like I got hit by a freight train the next day. But so I definitely need to continue breaking the bad habit and not eating late, maybe on special occasions, like after, you know. A special late night but not try to make it a habit again because that was awful. Drinking a lot, yes. I used to drink a lot. I did. In college, yes. And then after college for like the first three years, yeah. Yeah. Was it good? No. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Um definitely I'm better about that. Thank God. I think I just need to get the party phase out of my system. Anyone who knows me, I, I love a good party. Um, I'm pretty extroverted and I like being social and hanging out with people. So sometimes you just associate drinking with that. Not saying that I don't drink anymore. I do drink. I just drink in moderation, which is should be what you you do. But yeah, so I, uh, I drink on Fridays and Saturdays sometimes if I'm going out. Sometimes I don't go out at all on the weekend anymore. But yeah, definitely a change since college or a few years after. Not every night's a party anymore, unfortunately. So another habit I corrected, biting my nails. I would used to bite my nails all the time. Sometimes I would let them grow. Sometimes I would bite them. It was just very off and on. Um, But for a while, I was biting them pretty consistently. um, And I stopped now. So I don't bite my nails at all. You know what? I wonder. I wonder if biting my nails was like a coping mechanism for anxiety And now that I don't bite my nails anymore, is that why I have more anxiety? Who knows? But yeah, I do not bite my nails anymore. I like having long nails. I like getting my nails done. So that's another reason why I try not to bite them. And now that, you know, I actually have the money to go out and keep myself groomed, like doing my nails, um, definitely something that I don't want to do. So I'm happy that I broke that habit. Um, And also just biting your nails is so fucking gross if you think about it, because all this shit like it's under your nails every day. And then I feel like a lot of people bite their nails when they're not really even thinking like daydreaming. So you're not even like thinking, Oh, let me look under my nail and see that I don't have anything there. So when I put it to my mouth, I'm not ingesting hundreds of thousands of germs. Anyway, just food for thought. Last one, social media, 24 seven. I was big on social media. I love Facebook. I've been a proud member since 2007. And I just recently after actually, um, the election last year stopped going on Facebook as much. And maybe it was just 2020 in general, just like the whirlwind and hell that that year brought. And then obviously we all lived on social media because there's nothing else to fucking do when you're in quarantine and staring at a wall for literally 18 hours a day. So, um, I feel like I got really into social media last year. I mean, I always have been, but it just took up a lot more of my time last year, I think. And Then after, you know, George Floyd and um, the protests and the riots and the election and then the insurrection, it was just so much. And there's been so much going on, just like all the events that happened. I can't believe that happened in one year. I honestly can't from all the events that happened. So that was just so much. I don't know, media intake for anyone. It was just a lot. So, and, and I know a lot of people who are just like, I'm done, like I can't be on here for a while. And that's honestly healthy. They say that, you know, humans are only supposed to have up to 150 connections. Like you're only supposed to really know 150 people because the human brain is not built to have thousands of connections like that, to have like such an intake where you're seeing so many people's lives and what's happening. It's just obviously not healthy for anyone, especially like mental health wise. I mean, here we are like sitting, comparing ourselves to people and seeing it every day. It's just a lot. I could go on a whole rant about this, which I'm sure I have in the past, but I have, gone on social media less. I will say TikTok has kind of ruined that, but I still try to moderate myself and I do, I think. So yeah, that was my list. I'm sure I have more bad habits. I'm not a perfect angel, but that was a good like 10 that I talked about. So at least you can see that I'm a relatable person who is not perfect. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode on my bad habits. Got to learn a little bit about me and the things that make me tick or grind my gears whatever the fucking whatever the saying is um oh my god another bad habit swearing i swear a lot and i'm sure you guys have noticed but holy a lot basically so i definitely need to work on that as well just another bad habit see i'm thinking of them on the fly i know they're going to come to me after this episode but i think i gave you a good amount Please stay tuned for next week. I don't know if Taylor's gonna do a mini on her own or I'm sure she'll come out with one soon, but I think me and her will be back together next week. So stay tuned for what we talk about. Um, stay beautiful. And don't forget to watch that 60 minute segment with the Facebook whistleblower. Bye.